The Bible says in Acts 17 and 28, for it is because of him we move, we live, and we have our very being. We are here this morning because God is a good God. And he is better to us than we can ever be to ourselves. It is just a blessing to be alive this morning. It's a blessing just to be able to get up and get out and be able to put one foot before the other foot. I'm always excited on the inside whenever God wakes me up in the morning. It is a blessing because he gives you another chance to do it again. And the things that you didn't do right the day before, he gives you the opportunity to make it right that day. God knows what we stand in need of before you know that you need it. God knows ourselves better than we do. God is a perfect parent, as our teacher told us this morning, but Steph, he is a perfect parent in every form, fashion, and manner. It's good to see you, and it's certainly good to be seen on this morning. Uh, we ask that you'll be finding Proverbs 2. Proverbs 2 and verse number 6. Proverbs 2 and number 6. We want to thank our, our men for just a wonderful job that they're doing here at the church. Uh, it's a blessing to be able to have men to be able to do the work of the Lord, to carry the work of the Lord. Even when our leaders are not here, uh, our congregation can still flow on. They can still go on. And we thank God for our good sisters uh, who will make sure uh, that our brothers stay in line. Amen, somebody. It's a blessing to be a part of those things. And we ask that you uh, will continue to work for the Lord and as you work for the Lord, the Lord will continue to work through you. And that's how things get done on the earth. God works through, through us. Proverbs. Be finding Proverbs 2 and verse number 6. If you have it, just say amen. The Bible says, reading from the TEV this morning, Proverbs 2.6. It is the Lord who gives wisdom. From him come knowledge and understanding. Proverbs 15 and verse 14. A wise person is hungry for knowledge, while the fool feeds on trash. Matthew says, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. Solomon says, wisdom is the principal thing, therefore get wisdom. But in all of your getting, get an understanding. I want to ask a question this morning. Maybe I'll ask the same question to a. If I would ask you, Sister Gwen, what did you eat this morning? 
she started laughing. That's not what she ate laughter this morning. You drunk coffee and you did what? And you didn't eat food. Sister Bristol, what did you eat this morning? You didn't eat nothing but the word. All right. Now watch this here. Did I say somebody said you ate pancakes? <laughs> it's important what you eat. Hello, somebody. But it is even as important who you allow to feed you. You know, you don't go to a restaurant <laughs> and say, can I meet the cook? Who is cooking my food? Are they qualified to cook my food? Because you do not know who is cooking your food. You don't know what they are putting in your food. You don't know who's in the back. You know what you want to eat. You know what you want to order. But you don't know who's feeding you. Be careful what you eat. And be careful who you allow to feed you. I want to talk to you this morning on the subject title. Let's see if you get it to me here. How is your mind diet? It's good to eat physical food, but you must also, just like your physical, you also need to feed your mind. And I want to talk to us for just a short while on this particular subject about your mind diet. What are you allowing in your mind? What are you eating? What are you feeding on? Who are you allowing to feed your mind? You know, you don't get wisdom from the TV. You don't get wisdom from TikTok. You don't get wisdom from hip hop. You don't get wisdom from scrolling Facebook. You don't get wisdom from, from Twitter. Wisdom comes from the Lord. You can either feed on truth or you can feed on trash. Whatever you fill your mind with is what's coming out of your mind. The old saying is garbage in, garbage out. If you want to be wise, you have to feed on truth. I want to tell you something about truth before I give you these three short points this morning. 
You know, truth is absolute. The truth of God is absolute, and there is no variableness in it. It cannot change. God's word never changes. You cannot bend God's word. You cannot change God's word because it is established in heaven. Truth hurts. Let me say to this side here. Truth hurts. But that same truth that hurts is the same truth that a heal. Truth hurts here. And truth will heal over here. But truth will never harm you. Oh, that was a shouting point, but you missed that one. Truth hurts heals, but it never harms you. God's word is truth. God's word is wisdom. And I want you to know today that if you and I are going to make it with our mental state, we're going to have to make sure that we're putting truth, wisdom, and the word of God in our minds. I want to give you three points this morning. Let's go over to point number one. Junk food. You can feed yourself junk food. Is there anything on here that you like? I like every once, somebody said all of it. Every once in a while, I like junk food. But the problem with junk food is that it's, uh, it doesn't have any nutritional value. You can't get vitamins and minerals from junk food. Junk food is, is neither good or bad for you. It's junk food. And uh, if you really want to get anything good, you have to change your diet. Just like you have to change your diet physically, mentally, you have to change your diet. Junk food is neither good nor bad for you. Most of the stuff that we watch on TV, all of it is not bad, but it's just junk food. And it makes no difference how long you stay on the tube or the television. It makes no difference how long you scroll Facebook and how long you send tweets out. I stopped by to tell us on this morning that if we're going to make it and be the children of the most high God, we're going to have to get rid of the empty calories that comes from TV and the internet and begin to put our faces uh, in the word of God uh, and allow our minds uh, to feed on truth uh, and wisdom uh, and the B-I-B-L-E uh, if we're going to have strong uh, mentalities. As the children of the Most High God in the 21st century, in 2022, uh, if we're going to stay strong uh, and unified in God, uh, it's going to be because of what we're feeding uh, our minds. Who's feeding your mind? What are you putting in your mind? You put things in your mind by way of your eyes. 
by way of your ears. What are you looking at? What are you listening to? An empty mind is a mind that will not house the Holy Spirit of God. Junk food. Well, let's go on to point number two. And uh, let's see. Health food. Now, is there anything on here that you like? Well, I didn't, we, didn't get, we didn't get too much right over here. Health food. It helps you grow. Health food will, will help you maintain healthy weight. The word of God is, is health food. Truth is, is health food. Because when you feed your mind truth, truth will not change because you feel that it ought to change. Even when you feel like it might be wrong because it's truth, you will accept truth. As I stated not long ago on the first point, truth, truth hurts, but truth heals, but truth will never harm you. Health food is good for your growth. It's good for your mind. Truth and wisdom and the word of God is what you and I would call health food, wise People feed on wise things. I want you to know that the word of God, truth, wisdom, and his word will make you wiser. It'll make me wiser. It'll make us wiser in our marriages. It'll make us wiser in our relationships. It'll make us wiser in our time management. It'll make us wiser in how you spend your money. It'll make you wiser in your business. It'll make you wiser as a parent. God's truth and God's wisdom and his word will make us wiser in every aspect, every point, every phase of your life and my life. God's word will make you a wise person. The world is suffering from truth. The world is starving from God's wisdom. I want you to know, and as we come to the third point, number three, be careful not to eat this one. Poison. Poison. Poison will mess up your entire body. If you, ever if you ever tried to kill something, rats, y'all don't have rats? <laughs> don't raise your hand. Folk will look at you sideways, and they might not want to come by your crib. You can poison rats, right? Poison will throw off everything inside of you. That's why they tell you if you ever mess with poison or whether it be chemical or solid, that if you swallow it, what you ought to do, they give you instructions, right? What you ought to do what? Immediately. And I want you to know poison will mess you up. 
Pausing will mess me up. Pausing will mess up your whole system. Pausing is stuffing, right? Stuffing. Sometimes we can stuff our lives as Christians with so much stuffing that you don't have any room for health food. Let me do it like this. Sometimes you are so caught up in social media, you spend 10 to 12 hours on social media per day. By the time nighttime comes, you don't even have any more room, any more space, any more hunger, any more desire to get inside of the word of God because you don't spend your entire day on poison. You don't spend your entire day in social media and the world is wondering why they are dealing with mental health. It is because of where you're spending your time. It is because of what you are eating and it is because of who are you allowing to feed you. See, when you're feeding yourself truth, wisdom, the word of God, the word of God is substance. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for. Substance. That's what God's word is. God's word is substance. It'll hold you down when the winds are blowing. It'll keep you in place when the storm comes knocking at your door. The word of God, truth, wisdom, and his word will hold you in place. It's an anchor. When you are in troubled waters, hmm. uh, don't allow people to poison you. Don't allow people to poison you. You know, somebody can come and tell you something about somebody else. You might not even know the person. But when somebody comes to you about somebody else, they can poison you. <laughs> Let me come over here. This seems like a much livelier group. People can come to you about what somebody said about you, but they never said it to you. Folk can tell you stuff about somebody that you don't even know. And once you meet that person, you will look at them sideways because somebody done put a seed inside of you about what they said about that person, but you don't even know the person. <laughs> and now that person's issue is now your issue. But you don't even know. But all that person has done is put a seed. Be careful who you allow to feed you. Be careful who you allow to plant, plant seeds in you. They'll have you social distancing yourself from folk that was once close to you. 
the people that you call your friends, now they're your enemies. The folk you used to love, now you got hatred in your heart for them. They never came directly to you, but you heard it from somebody else. Be careful. I wish I had a church somewhere in the corner right up in here. Be careful who you allow to feed your mind. I traveled to the garden. There was something in the garden that put a seed of poison in the mind of Eve. She already knew what God said because her husband had already relayed the message. But there was a serpent in the garden. And the serpent began to speak. And the serpent began to feed Eve. The serpent began to feed her mind. Adam had already fed her earlier. God had already fed him earlier. The serpent began to talk. Be careful that you don't allow snakes to feed your mind. And what the serpent said, she bought into what the serpent said, and she did not heed to what God said. Be careful who you allow to have influence over you. Be careful what you allow to have influence over you. Influence is power. Influence is authority. Whoever have influence over your life has authority over your life. It might be a father. It might be a grandmother. It might be a mentor. It might be a coach. It might be some teacher in the school. It might be an elder. It might be a preacher. But whoever has influence in your life has power over your life and have some control over you. Uh, let's see. You got to keep the grass cut. Because snakes travel in the grass. Be careful of allowing your grass to grow high. It might be dangerous to walk through your lawn. You see, even in the church, there are snakes. Not here, but other places. Other places. You know a venomous snake by the designs on the snake, by the color of the snake. You tell venomous snake in the church based on the spirit of the person. I had uh, the spirit. And what you need to understand is, is my job, your job, is to keep the poison out of here. You see, because they will not bite you physically, but they'll backbite you spiritually. Venomous. Venomous. Satan is a venomous snake. Venomous snakes are dangerous. But you know, Venomous snakes, poisonous snakes, but that's something else. 
there's a plant. They call it poison ivy. And whenever you brush up against poison ivy, you might not feel it right then and there. But then you begin to feel a tingle. You'll begin to feel an itch. What you saying, Brother Viltz? Don't allow. <laughs> Don't allow somebody's itch to become your itch. Don't allow somebody's scratch to become your scratch. Don't allow somebody's problem with somebody else to become your problem. Don't allow somebody to poison your mind. Church, you can sit here. I'm telling you, people will poison you. If you don't guard your mind, you have to be on the lookout for folk. They will poison you, and it don't take too much, y'all. All it takes is a whisper. Hey, come here. Let, let, let me tell you. Come, come. Let me. These calls, these phone calls, you know what I'm talking about? That comes, some of them you shouldn't answer. These unexpected drop-ins. There's some people you shouldn't even let in your house. What I'm telling you this morning is there are some conversations with certain people you should not have. Hello, somebody. You should say, no. I do not want your scratch. I don't want your itch. I don't want your poison ivy. I don't want your venomous bite. I don't want your problem. I don't want your issues. I don't want your trials. I don't want your troubles. I don't want your tribulation. I don't want your poison. You can keep that stuff. Feed your mind. Be careful what you allow in your mind. Be careful who you allow to feed you. Be careful who you allow to whip up your food. They might just have seeds of poison. And the devil's job, it might not be your intention, the devil's job is to poison the church. You know what happened as I closed in that garden? Adam and Eve was poisoned. They lost the garden. They lost their relationship with God, their intimate relationship. Not only they were poisoned, it affected their relationship. Have you ever seen a bad marriage go sour that once was sweet? Somebody poisoned that person. If somebody who was spiritually influential over both parties, maybe that marriage would still be here today. But I'm telling you, it's about what's here. You said it earlier. Everything starts here. The act always starts here. Attitude, act, and altitude. That's the three things you'll get in life. It's about, it's about your attitude, your feelings. How do you feel about somebody? You may feel jacked up from the flow up about somebody, and you don't even know him. But you heard something about, ooh, I'm telling y'all, this thing is powerful. And you got to be careful because it's not only destroying marriages, it destroys friendships. 
people been friends for 20 years. You let one jacked up person come plant a stinking sour seed in your mind and you throw away 20 years. Don't let nobody come between you and your God. Don't let anybody come between you and your brothers and sisters in Christ. Here's what we need to do this morning. We need to make a mental agreement that we ain't going to let nobody come between the relationship that we have in the Lord's church. Hello, somebody. And the whole church ought to say, hey, we should not allow anybody anything to come smack right between the relationship that the Lord has built between us by way of Christ suffering on the cruel cross of Calvary. The Lord suffered too much. The Holy Spirit traveled too far. God extended himself too much for us to allow anybody or anything to poison our minds. You know, they used to say, you know, a mind is a, is a, is a, is a what? Terrible thing to waste. Don't allow the devil to cause you to waste your mind. Feed. Feed. I know you like junk food, but you can't try that stuff mentally. It'll ruin your life. Feed your mind truth, wisdom. The word of God. If you are not a child of God, I suggest to you that you, you ought to think about it this morning. You ought to consider Jesus and having a relationship with him. You know, baptism is vitally important. Baptism is a must. And people say, well, I don't need to be baptized. You know, I can just trust in the Lord. Uh, well, if that's what you believe, well, that's what you believe. But Jesus said, he who believes it, who he, he who believes and is baptized shall be said. Now, that's what the Lord says. Now, you can believe whatever you want this morning. But Jesus says, he that believeth and is baptized shall be saved. And the last time I checked, Jesus was in control and had all power in heaven and on the earth. I just suggest that I'm going to roll with the one who's in full control. Now, if you're a child of God and you sin, if you're a child of God and you sin, and you know, you don't need to go through no IQ test this morning. You know good and well where you stand with the Lord. And if you sin against God, you ain't sin against me. You don't need to come to me and say, Brother Vils, you know, I've sinned against God and I ask you to forgive me. Uh-uh. I ain't got, I can't put you in heaven. I sure enough can't put you in hell. God will be the judge. Now, you're going to have to stand up before his son, and you're going to have to give an account, just like I would have to give an account. And I got too much to deal with to try to be giving an account for you, 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 and you. So if you got sin, all you got to do is say, look here, church, I have sinned. I asked the church to pray for me. And you know the church ought to get excited behind that? We ought to get excited when somebody say, I have sinned. Because somebody has come to themselves. And when the 
prodigal son came to himself, he says, my daddy got everything that I need, and here I am wallowing in the mud with pigs. God got everything you need. I think Brother Tahirinam used to sing the song, God's got it, right? God got it? Yeah. He got everything and more. What you and I need this morning. So if you say and said, I've sinned, I have to church to pray for me. And guess what? Whoever going to pray, guess what? They'll be glad to pray. If you stand in need of strength, because we all could use some strength. Stand in need of wisdom. As together we stand, together we sing. Why don't you come?